Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Please be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at ColtsCast, and our Instagram is at ColtsCast. Not only will you see new episodes posted on there, but you will see posts from us, polls we run, exciting highlight videos, and anything in between. For our diehard fans out there, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're using to listen to us. This will help us grow, and you can also leave feedback to help us improve. So, let's look at life for the Colts after the, uh, shoot, almost said initial cut, the final roster cut. I think we're just going to go position group by position group to see where we're at. We okay with that, Jamal? You know it. All right, let's get it. So let's start. Well, hold on. Let's start with Shaquille Leonard. Mm, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we got some encouraging news on Mr. Leonard. Jamal, can you break it down for us? Yeah, my boys, finally, and I mean finally, officially off that pup list, and it's on the field. Uh, he said he's feeling his absolute best right now. He, he was actually just said an interview that what happened, yeah, how long had he been feeling that pain in his, in his uh, ankle? He said since his rookie season, he rolled his ankle, he sprained his ankle, and he's been feeling it since then. So he's Ooh. been playing with it for years. But my man, his surgery is up. Exactly. A real long time. He's back in action. And not only is he back in action when he hit the field, but I don't know if you saw that video. My man caught an interception out there while he was on the field as well. So, and in mid-season form. Love to see it. Love to see it. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, that's that's just what I wanted to see. I, I, I'm definitely excited. I'm I'm glad he's out there. I hope that he truly is feeling as good as he says he does because he looked pretty good out there. And I mean, if we get if we get a little we get a little treat for the Texans game, I'm not gonna be mad about it. I won't mind seeing him out there. Uh, again, he he looks he looks primed and ready to go. But I would love just to hear him talk a little bit more about how he's feeling. So ideally, we're getting a healthier Darius Leonard mm-hmm. because if his ankle's been hurting him all these past years, and now he's fully healthy finally, mm-hmm. what does that mean for Shaquille Leonard? I mean, uh, breakout we, season. We talking defensive player of the year caliber. What's up? What's up? Breakout. How do you how do you break out from all those forced fumbles? I mean, that would be crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah, it would be just the way he is on run defense. I I don't know how he can be better, but I, I guess we'll see, right? Oh yeah. Shout out to Shaquille Leonard. Let's get back to our final roster cut. Our oh. initial fifty three man roster. Let's. Actually, before we go into that, there's one other injury I want to talk about. Well, not talk about, but just to mention, uh, you know, we our boy Trevor Denbo, he was undrafted free agent for us. Uh, he is actually on IR until week five. His injury is undisclosed. Though. We don't know what his deal is, but he is on IR until at least week five. So I know he's going to do some special teams for us. So unfortunately, just one more player down, but I'll be curious to know kind of what the injury is and what's going on with that. Injuries are inevitable. It happens. Yeah. But let's get this work in. All right. Let's get it. So let's look at life after the initial 53-man roster. So we're going to start with quarterbacks first. So we got Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger. So Sam Ellinger wins a spot on the roster. Mm -hmm. Excited for the young man. 
I'll be honest, I don't expect to see him at all this season. Unless you know we have about 13 wins with two or three losses going into <laughs> our final weeks. And Matt Ryan is resting up. And Sam Ellinger, you know, gets some NFL action. But in a perfect world, we don't want our starting quarterback to go down. Nor do we want him to get benched. That's not why we brought Matt Ryan in. So, shout out to Sam Ellinger. Yeah, That's agreed. It. Agreed. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, shout out to him. I'm glad he's out there. I'm glad he earned that roster spot. But like you said, you know, as as a good of a feeling it is that he did earn that, especially after the, the ball in preseason he had, do we expect to see him out there in the field? No. But I think the Colts knew if they made the mistake of letting him go on um, to the squad, practice squad or go on waivers, he would have got picked up here in a second. So it's more of a, I feel like more of a precautionary measure for them just to not shoot themselves in the foot. But yeah. Absolutely. Running backs, we got Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, and Deion Jackson. You all kept telling me Philip Lindsay had next up. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, I was a little surprised he got cut. You know, Lindsay to me, seemed to fit that backup role, mm-hmm. you know, in case something ever happened to JT. Someone who could come in, I uh, could maybe even just take some breather snaps for JT if he needed some rest. He's good with securing the ball. Uh, safe guy, but I guess Deion Jackson was more valuable to them. Someone who can play special teams. I don't know, but I'm fine with it. Yep, agreed. And it's just like you said, and we talked about last week, I really think it's that special teams element that helps out a lot of these these uh, younger players or players who don't expect to really see the field. And, I mean, that could have just been a little bit of foreshadowing as why uh, Lindsey didn't start on the last preseason game against the Bucks. Maybe it was already much pretty set in stone then, so they just kind of had mm-hmm. to go through the motions. Yep, yep. Wide receiver. So we got six, Michael Pittman Jr., Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce, Ashton Doolin, Desmond Patman, and Mike Strawn. So I just want to say that was my initial projection. It changed during the last game when I thought the special teams factor was going to kick in for Kiki Kuti. Did not happen, though. Uh, Kuti would have been also one of our more experienced receivers on the roster if if he did get added. But, you know, I thought adding two bigger physical receivers at five and six wasn't ideal but come to think of it Ashton Doolin he's pretty versatile and could fit into that speedy slot role should Paris Campbell go down on us so we still have some insurance there speaking of Paris Campbell I just want to mention Campbell didn't have one catch in the preseason are we concerned Mm. about that a little bit seems to be talking about that so yeah again it is preseason but damn (laughs) that's all I'll say (laughs) Uh, yep agreed i mean i i I said i thought that patman and and sean would get that spot uh glad to see that uh we'll talk about kiki a little bit later on but yeah i mean i i am nervous without paris not being on uh or excuse me not getting any catches it just makes me a little nervous but he seems to be pretty optimistic we'll see tight ends we got mo ali cox kylan granson jelani woods no surprises here i'm not really even going to talk about it jamal yeah yeah, I really don't have anything to say except for Colin Granson uh, did a lot better than I thought because in an earlier episode I said that there was zero chance that Jelani would even have to go against him. I said he would surpass him from the very jump. So I guess I'm eating my words on that now, but it is what it is. Mm. Mm. We like to do that. We like to do that here. We can't always be right. That's right. Offensive linemen, we got Matt Pryor, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Danny Pinter, Pinter. 
Braden Smith, Bernard Raymond, Will Fries, and Wesley French. So, in my opinion, <clears throat> it's only a matter of time until Bernard Raymond starts. I think Matt Pryor is going to struggle. We saw a little bit of that in the preseason. I also feel like carrying eight offensive linemen is pretty light. Mm-hmm. I think Will Fries has also stepped up this offseason. So he's my sleeper in this in this depth, core depth group. He didn't allow a single pressure in that Bills game. I think he yeah, he's he's gonna light it up should he get a chance, but also I think Bernard Raymond is just it's just gonna take some time, but I, I think midway through the season he'll be the starting left tackle. Agreed. That's all I got, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. So this is a long list of defensive linemen. Yannick Ngakwe, Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, Taekwon Lewis, Dio, Odang, God damn, Odangbo, 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 Ben Benagu, Eric Johnson, Ifidio Odangbo, and Brian Cohort. So, damn, that was... <laughs> That's rough. That was hard. Ten defensive linemen. Now, this seems like a lot to me. So, <laughs> to me, to me. Uh, one name you don't see here is Curtis Brooks. Mm. So, he's going to be the only draft pick to not make the 53-man roster initially. So, I think we're very top-heavy in this position group. Mm-hmm. I saw some fra- uh, some flashes of excellence from Dio and Ben Benagu. But, ultimately... The depth is concerning. There's there's been a lot of struggles in that area, and we saw that in the run defense and a lot of the preseason games. And you had you know the second and third stringers running on you. So I don't know. What about you, Jamal? Yep. Nope. I was gonna say the same thing. It's tough when I feel like we're holding ten and forty percent of it is good. The other sixty percent is shaky. Uh, that kind of scares me. So I would I would like to see either if we could either trim the fat on there and just pick up one better person than three or four. But uh, I'll be interested to see. I, I I just feel like with Gus really focusing on that defensive line, that being his strong point in his coaching career or in his defensive scheme, I think that he's gonna want to have it heavy, real heavy. But if we're gonna hold it heavy, they got to be out there producing. Because what's the point of having? 10, 11 dudes out there, if, or I should say in your rotation, if only three or four of them can make something happen. Well, yeah. So the three or four of them are starting. So in a perfect world, if they're healthy, I think we're okay there. You know, yeah. no injuries. They stay health, healthy the whole season. You know, I have faith in DeForest Buckner. I have faith in Quiddy Pay. I have faith in Grover Stewart. I have faith in Yannick Ngakwe. I think our pass rush is going to be better this season. I think our run defense is going to still be stout. So I, I think we take a step up this season in our defensive group. We'll be back after a quick break. If, if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan uh, has had uh, a kind of dark time of uh, around the yeah. decade, right? You know, we, we kind of, uh, 15 years ago, we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off. They've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until like three years ago, the new kind of leadership team came on board and started looking at things in a, in a, in a different way. So 
we also acknowledge, you know, we, we, we have a lot to do, uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a little hot take for you here, uh, Yannick. Ten sacks. Ten, Ten that's sacks. it? I, I, oh, we want to do a real hot take? All right, fine, fine. I'll give him that's 12. That's a hot take? I'll give him 12. Sounds like a projection. <laughs> <laughs> 12 for him. Yeah, fine. We'll give. We'll say a projection. The only reason why, he, every every year, minimum eight. He's had a minimum of eight. I think he'll easily get that extra, the extra one to nine. Getting to ten, a little bit of a struggle. Not a struggle for him, but mm-hmm. I think it's a little it's a little heavier to do. Uh, but I, I'm we're gonna leave it at twelve, man. Let's ride with twelve. Let's ride with twelve. Let's ride with twelve. Okay, I'll I'll give you my hot take. I tweeted it earlier, but let's move on to the linebacker group. We got Shaquille Leonard, Bobby Okereke, Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed, Grant Stewart, and JoJo Doman. So six linebackers. You know, my boy Sterling Weatherford, he didn't make it. And I think he didn't make it is because we made that trade mm-hmm. for Grant Stewart. You know, I think, again, special teams factor came in for Grant Stewart. And I, it, it sucks to see Sterling Weatherford go. I thought he would at least make our practice squad, but he got scooped up in waivers as well. So that's fine. We'll be okay. Um, but Shaquille Leonard's back. That's that's mm-hmm. the most encouraging thing about this list. And he is my hot take. Defensive player of the year candidate. Ooh. Ooh. i to jump on DraftKings and lock that. <laughs> it's a good it's a good value pick but oh yeah you know he's he's down there in the five four or five thousand so yeah. he's got 10 or 11 people ahead of him but geez if he can i don't know if he's actually healthy and he can move more and be more active and just do everything better i i don't know it just he seems like a good candidate no i agree i i definitely agree i think he could do something special uh, and it's, uh, I think we're going to see it flourish week one. He's going to come out there just ready to ready to dog it out. And just speaking on the, the linebacker core, man, honestly, I've enjoyed not having Shaq out there because that just let these other guys shine, and it let me know. It confirmed, I should say, it confirmed that I thought that they were already good. These dudes are ballers. So I have pure confidence if Leonard has to miss a couple games or when he's out getting some rest, I'm not even worried about EJ stepping in or, you know, or Kara Kate being over there. Uh, anybody, uh, Zaire, they get out there. I know it's going to be fine. I, I really like what I saw during preseason. Yeah, this this is probably our deepest position group on defense, arguably. I I agree completely with you. There, There's a lot of good in here. You know, we're historically we run, you know, maybe two linebackers. So, really, I mean, we got four mm-hmm. just in our depth chart back up i mean it, it it's solid and, and they're all pretty good so i'm excited for them cornerbacks we are getting to our defensive backs we got stefan gilmore kenny moore brandon Faison, isaiah rogers tony brown dallas flowers so tony brown made it he was he was one of my top choices um anthony chesley however did not make the cut mm-hmm. um so i you know it was a toss-up i thought at least one would make it um, a lot of people were high on Dallas Flowers, um, undrafted rookie. Uh, he's probably, you know, just going to be a special teams player, but uh, 
we'll see what happens. Um, as long as the core stays healthy, I mean, he he probably won't see much playing time, if if any. But mm-hmm. Tony Brown made it, and you know we got. It looks like Brandon Faison is higher than Isaiah Rogers, and I think that's because you know he's familiar with the Gus Bradley system as well. So he, I think he edged him over. He also played well in training camp and throughout the preseason. So, and then of course we got Gilmore and Moore at the top, but carried six cornerbacks. So, like to see it. Oh yeah, agreed with everything you said right there. I'm excited for these guys to hit the field. Uh, man, I'm just ready to see Gilmore out there, man. I know what Kenny Moore can do. I know what Isaiah can do. I'm ready to see uh, Gilmore out there and in a Colts uniform, week one, ready to just shut it down. Yeah, Gilmore is going to be a wonder to watch. Hopefully he's he's healthy throughout. You know, he's had some injuries concerns this, these past few years, but we'll see, you know. Yeah. Safety, Julian Blackman, Nick Cross, Ronnie McLeod, Ronnie Thomas second, and, of course, Trevor, Trevor Denbo. But had five safeties, three of them being rookies. Um, Nick Cross, number two, mm-hmm. officially. Exciting to see. I, I remember what I said at the what a few episodes ago. I said I'm probably gonna buy a Nick Cross jersey. Get it. I think it's happening. I think it's gonna happen. Should should I do it? Oh, you gotta pull the trigger. Oh, okay. I'm a thing. You can, you can there, wait for that so week one performance. Jer- That's fine. Yeah, there's just so many jerseys I wanna oh. buy. So oh, yeah. I wanna I wanna zone in on one. But yeah, uh, we got uh you know, I like I like our safety group. I like what Nick Cross is doing. He's outshined my expectations for him. You know, I I thought he was going to be a good backup. Instead, he's going to be our starter. He's he's shown that he's been the best defensive player, probably in training camp. Yep, stud standout from day one. He came in there and set the tempo, and he kept that tempo. That's what I like most about him. He didn't come in and have one good day. He had. 16 great days so we'll take that yeah we'll definitely take that and then last but not least we got our specialists rodrigo blankenship matt hack luke rhodes we i think we brought it up every episode blankenship versus verity up to a point and that started to that that arrow it was not even after after the first week or so and blankenship he took it away so it really was his job to lose Yep. So that that basically rounds out our initial 53-man roster. Um, some of these players that got cut, they're, they're still going to be on our practice squad. Some notable names probably that you guys might know. Kiki QT, Devontae Price, uh, Jordan Murray is on there, Cameron Klein, Curtis Brooks, Tony Brown. I know I said he was on the initial roster, but actually – he got cut to make room for Luke Tenuta. Jamal, what what happened there? Is, is that a good pickup? Yeah, man, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to bring it up. But, you know, I, I'm on the fence with it because Luke Tenuta, we picked him up from Buffalo, his six-round pick from Buffalo. Uh, it was number 31 in the sixth round. Big guy, 6'8", 319 pounds, ran a 5'4", 240, 4'7", 20-yard shuttle. Overall prospect grade was a 5.52. Now, stats-wise, like I said, 6'8", 319, you think to yourself, oh, man, that's probably exactly what we want, especially when we think of some of the troubles we've been having at tackle. 
But we look at Raymond, who's already been with us, two inches shorter, six six, about nineteen or about eleven pounds smaller at three oh eight. Every other, every other uh, combine stat for him is better than Tanudu. And I think that Raymond is probably a better tackle than him as well. So I understand that, of course, we have to have some depth and kind of going back to like we mentioned earlier, carrying the amount we have was kind of light. So maybe we're going to bring that in because we know Matt Pryor can play right or left because his prior, no pun intended, experience was playing across the line. So um, he has experience playing that. So maybe maybe we just want to put him behind Braden Smith or maybe we're going to put Tenuto behind uh, Braden Smith, I don't know. I am curious to to see where this goes because I looked up some of his highlight film for uh, Tanuta and it was okay. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it was great or it was bad, but I mean, he looked like an average tackle to me. Um, and when I say, or I should say, a par tackle. I won't say because I mean he did go in the sixth round, so a par tackle. Uh, I just don't really see him stepping in front of Raymond, who we use our third round pick on. I don't I don't see him stepping up in front of him, but not to say that they're in a true competition because he could be strictly for the right side. Maybe we just brought him in for some extra depth. I just am curious to know what the full deal is with him. And I mean, maybe they may teach him to play another position. I don't know a big a guy that big. I don't really see him playing a guard, but I've seen crazy things happen. He 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 can he may be a versatile some way. Uh, I just really think that he's probably going to be used to that right side to be behind, uh, you know, on on probably number three at the right tackle. Yeah, I I agree. Unless like your position group is decimated in some type of way, you're not picking anybody off waivers that's going to be above par. There's a reason they got cut. I mean, they're not making the 53 man mm-hmm. roster because they're not good enough to be on that 53 man roster. So you're you're not gonna walk around and find you a Cooper cup just sitting on waiver. Yeah. So it, <laughs> I'm okay with building some depth. Average is average is good in my eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. So if, if, if that's what we got, I, I like to hear it. it sucks to see Tony Brown get dumped back down to the practice squad, but it kind of gives confidence that Gilmore is going to be healthy. They think he's going to be mm-hmm. healthy. They don't have to carry a sixth corner. So I that that's how I'm looking at it. So overall, I, I think that's good because I thought our O-lineman was kind of light anyway, and that kind of fixes it. Yeah, agreed. I do think they were kind of light, and I was curious to know if there was going to be anybody else we would possibly pick up off of waivers or even trade for. But uh, again, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad with some of our choices. I know how Ballard works. He likes to try to find those diamonds in the rough or maybe someone he can pick up and develop. So I'm not knocking that one bit. It's a penny pincher, and I'm sure the price of uh, Tanuta wasn't too bad. So why not take it and run with it? He may he may produce a little something for us if he sees the field. He has an eye for talent, and I'm not going to doubt him now. So let's get the season underway. I'm, I'm so excited. We got about a little over a week left. That's all I'm ready for. Go Colts. Go Colts. That's going to be it for us, everybody. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Colts cast today. We release episodes every Monday and Friday morning. Every Monday and Friday morning. Go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. 
we will be back on Monday to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Have a good weekend, everybody. Have a good one.